Well, I was thinking about, you know, your one of the things that you did other than like catch rum run, rum runners, right? Was well, I, that that was the big thing back in those days. It wasn't drugs so from, much as yeah. I was on the ship from fifty four to fifty nine, nineteen fifty four to nineteen fifty nine, uh-huh. and we didn't have the drug traffic like they yeah. do nowadays, and in the thing that was more rum runners that would run run the rum up and bring it into the states without getting without paying any taxes on it. Yeah. And uh we would go out and chase them or we would and we were an air and sea rescue unit too. Right. So if a plane went down, we had to go out and search with it no matter what and out of the 4 years that I was on that ship, we never picked up one body out of all the plane wrecks that we went on. We found oil slicks. We found a few items, but you don't find nothing, hardly anything at all. Yeah. Uh, when a small it just plane like, it, it, it just, uh, and if there's anything else around, um, the the sharks would take uh, care of everything else. Right. And uh, but, but you you also went into hurricanes, right? We and, uh, when the Coast Guard at that time rescued. Uh, when it, depending on now we never did have a five or a four or something like that. But if you were in a, we couldn't stay tied up at the dock. We had to go out to sea in case we were needed, but we usually stayed on the outskirts of it, trying to find, you know, on the outskirts one way or the other, they'd send us up North if it was coming up and then, or else they'd send us down South if it was coming Mm -hmm. in. But a couple of times, uh, we got in probably into, um, we got distress calls from a shrimp boat one night and, uh, it, they, we, we went to, um, um, and we couldn't understand them because they were Hispanic and, um, and they couldn't speak English. So we, but we heard their May Day. And so we went in and we had to go into the, uh, the storm, which was probably, uh, it was probably 10 to 12 foot waves and stuff like that, you know, that we were in. And, uh, um, and, and it was pretty windy and everything else. And then we went out and we caught, we found them. But then you have to, once you find them, then you have to get a, um, we had, we had a, a nine inch hawser that, that was all rope, uh, made out of hemp. And then it had a great big, huge metal eye in it where they could get it over and hook it on to one of their, um, and, and I can't use that word, what they called it, but uh, it was back in the old Yeah, days. you'd hook your, hook your hauser up to the boat that the, you were. The big, uh, the big eye, there, it's a, it was a, like an anvil, but it's got two pointed things on it. And you see them on a ship and they're long, they're mm-hmm. bolted to the deck. And they got long things on yeah. them and they either run sideways or right. they run back and forth. Like, it's almost and like you a, hook that eye over the top. It's of almost it. like a set of horns. Yes. Right. right. Yeah. And, but they had a word that we can't use. Yeah. Well, anyway. And so, um, they end up, um, but to get that over there, you had a, you had a, a rifle that had a rod that went down into the barrel and had a 
tip on it that looked like an iron round cone like that. It just ran like this. It was about seven inches long and it was a solid piece of metal with a round top on it there. And it was hooked to that metal rod. And hooked to that was a nylon cord that was fairly small, about, I don't know, maybe a quarter of an inch or more. And it was hooked to the eye of the, um, tied to the high, eye of the uh, house, hawser. And then you would go by, you, you had to, what you did was you'd circle the ship that was on that you were going to try to rescue because you would try to break down the waves so that you wouldn't be going like this mm-hmm. with them trying to get that on there. But you still did do some of that. Right. And so the young man that was uh, shooting the, ri- the, the rifle to try to get the thing over there, um, and you can retrieve it. So, you know, we got it back. And he missed two times. And finally, the old man, the captain of the ship, he said, Heron, he said, come here. He said, can you put that thing over there? And these guys were inside their um, cabin where the wheel is, the steering wheel, and it was glass in front. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he, I told him, I said, well, Captain, I'll just do the best job I can. He said, okay. And so I went out there on the deck out there where you get wet and everything else, and that's where the blinker light was and everything else, and which I I had to learn to do those, and which I wasn't very good at, but because by then we had radios. And uh, so I was sitting there, and so we come by real close this time. The old man brought her real close, and I fired that sucker off, and it went right through that front window on that thing, and <laughs> they scattered out of there. Like right through the they captain's cabin? Went cabin. right through the glass on the front of where yeah. the steering wheel was. Oh, that was gosh. the only dry place they had. And it wasn't dry after that. <laughs> and uh, and that thing went right through that window, and he, the old man said, good shot. Just as dead panned as you could imagine. And he said that, he, he said that uh, got, and, but I'm telling you right now, there was only three guys on that shrimp boat, and those guys pulled that nine-inch hawser through that water. And, I mean, when you're scared, you can do a lot more than you think you can. Mm-hmm. And they hooked that baby on. And then when you're in a hurricane, it goes counterclockwise. So what you do is you put the, the waves off of your port stern and then that carries you and then you go around and that carries you out of the circle i mean out of the uh, out of the tor- mm-hmm. uh, hurricane mm-hmm. and when you're in the like i told you one time before when you're in the eye of the hurricane the sun's shining there's no wind and it's clear mm. that's amazing it's an amazing story mm-hmm. and uh then we we told that then we told them out and got them thing yeah. then uh so it'd been fun to hear what they had to say about that i we if they whatever they said we had one guy that could speak a little spanish and they were really they what they wanted immediately was coffee and something to eat that was coffee was their main thing and uh we did the same thing with a, another uh shrimpers that um, they'd lost their motor and um, we had went out and rescued them in a in a light storm it wasn't in a hurricane it was in a light storm 
And uh, they were uh, this. The thing about this one is, is they were f- from the islands off of South Carolina, and they they're called Geechees, mm. and they speak a different language yeah, than it's, it's an old time. I think English language. I've heard that because when I was out and there, and they yeah. um, we you can't picked, understand them. But. No, we picked them up. And they were really, they were soaking wet, and they had actually uh, tore up some of the deck and was burning it to keep warm because it was cold. And uh, we saw that one of the guys that was up in the crow's nest, that was one thing I never did tell you. I only went up there once, and they never got me back up there again because I got scared and I, I hung on. The chief had to come up and get me down. Mm. And uh, but I made that, and uh, he he saw a fire, and he, he said, "I see a fire," and they said, "You can't see no fire out here." He said, "Yeah, I do," and we went over there, and that was them, and we picked them up, and they we couldn't talk, and we had one guy that same engineman that made me wash off my uh, tattoo every day. Mm-hmm. He was from. Uh, either it's either North Carolina or South Carolina. I don't know which one it is, but he he um, could understand just a tad bit of it. And the first thing those guys wanted, they wanted all the coffee they could drink, as strong as they could make it. We could make it. 